Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you for joining Spazzing Out. I hope you are still listening to my program. I hope I haven't been canceled yet. I thought for sure the cancel police would be out canceling me immediately. I thought I would be canceled. Yesterday, during yesterday's program, major reading error, absolute buffoonery on my part. We're going to get to that. Regarding Bubba Wallace. We'll also talk about what happened with Bubba Wallace today. I got spilt milk, dude. Dogs and don't touch my stuff. Batman conversation. Oreo cookies. And no shit, Ron Jeremy sexually harassed you. What did you think? Country, what up, man? Everyone knows when I do my podcast, I do it. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights. Country Pimp just stepped in on Facebook, on TikTok. I do it five nights a week at 6.30, live on Facebook, live on TikTok. Join me every single Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I record it for my podcast, which is called Spazzing Out. That's me. Behind me, big picture of me, me right here, Anthony Paziali, Spaz. Now, no sponsors on, on the program yet. Someday we'll have some, so there'll be no interruptions. We go for about an hour because that's... I get I get to get to, I get to record for an hour, and once the time's up, the podcast stops. All right, guy, I'm a mutant, 150 percent mutant. When I'm talking about mutants all the time and stupid people, DB alert for myself. DB alert is a douchebag alert. Yesterday, I was I was doing the story about Bubba Wallace to refresh everybody's memory. Bubba Wallace yesterday or the or, or on Sunday thought, believed that they found a noose in his garage. The next day, Monday, all the NASCAR drivers and everybody pushes car to the front of the line in solidarity. They stand for the national anthem together. I talked about the story, but unfortunately, the whole time I kept saying someone left a nose. In this guy's in this guy's garage, and I and I was lamenting, saying I don't understand why they would leave a nose. It, it doesn't make sense. A nose? Whose nose is it? Is it a human nose? Is it a pig nose? A dog nose? I don't get it. And the other thing I was asking is, where's the investigation for whose nose this is? Clearly, it's it, it was a noose. They were talking about a noose, okay? Talking about a noose, plain and simple. I have dyslexia. I don't use it as a crutch ever. I don't care. It's life. I have a tough time reading. I can read, but it's a struggle. And when I had read the story yesterday, I full-heartedly read it and believed, I 100% believed that it was a nose that was that <clears throat> was found in the guy's garage. 
150%. I thought it was a nose. I spent the day thinking about it like, man, why would they put a nose? What is racist about a nose? But I went with it. I stuck with it. I'm like, dude, they found a nose in this guy's locker room. It's disgusting. It's racist. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I can't believe they would ever torment a man like this. How dare they cut someone's nose off and put it in his garage? Bro, I went with it 150%. So much so that I'm sure some of you people listening to my podcast were like, damn, they put a nose in this dude's garage because I come with it. I believe it. What everything I say, I got. I'm, I'm back at five thousand percent, bro. I come with confidence. I literally thought that this dude had a nose in his locker room, and you guys were trying to tell me. Here's what's worse: I'm watching you guys, and you can listen back to my podcast because I do a live stream. For those of you who just listen to the podcast, in the comment section, people are writing noose, noose. N-O-O-S-E, noose, noose, and I'm going, yeah, bro, I know, a nose, they found a nose, I get it, you were trying to tell me, hey, idiot, it, it's not a nose, it's a noose, moron, I apologize, it, listen, it reads the same to me, I'm dyslexic, dude, so if you put, like, like for example, lose, S O. E-S-O, yeah, S, L-O-S-E, and L-O-O-S-E, same to me, they're, they're the same, they look, boom, same thing, bro, interchangeable, it's lose, 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 it's spelt and read the same way to me, L-O-O-S-E, L-O-S-E, when I see uh, noose, I thought it said nose, uh, clearly, after finding out that it was a noose, it clicked like light dawned on Marblehead, like, duh, moron. Of course it was a noose. Why the F would they put a nose in the guy's locker room? And I asked the very question. I don't understand what's racist about dropping a nose in this guy's locker room. So I was trying to, I was trying in my head to think about it. I was like, all right, maybe it was a pig nose and they're calling the guy a pig. Uh, You know, maybe it was a, a dog nose, and they're calling him a dog. Maybe it was a raccoon nose, they call him a raccoon. I, I I got no idea. I was trying to figure it out, bro. I was wrong. Like I, And I'm not apologizing for being wrong. I, I Whatever. I just feel like a kid. It's just how I read. It's how I read it. And Brad tried saving me. A bunch of dudes tried saving me, man. 100%, 100% everybody was like, noose. Noose, noose, you guys did it like a thousand times. Noose, noose. And I'm over here like, yeah, bro, I know. He's got a nose in his fucking locker room. I get it. So, that was what I wanted to talk about, about Bubba Wallace, to be like, dude, well, now it makes sense. Because honestly, I was like, all right, before I did, here, I'll explain it a little better. Before I did the podcast, I was like, okay. I'm not sure exactly what a nose, N-O-S-E, has to do with racism. I really, I don't get it. But I'm not African-American. I'm not black. Clearly, Bubba Wallace is pissed that someone cut off a a nose. And I even said it 
We don't know if it's a human nose or an animal nose. So we don't know. I didn't know. I just, I was like, damn, they put a nose in this guy's uh, garage and people are pissed. He's pissed. If Bubba says it's uh, uh, African-Americans hate, hate noses, fine. They, it's got to be racist. They hate noses. So I stuck with it and I still stick with what the drivers did. The drivers, they stood with them, they walked with them, and they stood for the national anthem. They didn't kneel, which is phenomenal. Okay? We'll get to the other part of the story that broke today. I just need to cover the fact that I was prepping for my podcast yesterday to to myself, like, okay, they found a nose, but what they did is still good. The NASCAR drivers walked with them. They didn't kneel during the anthem, and no one should kneel during the anthem. I hope the rest of sports... Does the same thing. They don't kneel. They stand in solidarity. And I was trying to figure out in my head, what does a nose have to do with this? And whose nose is it? Will they investigate to find out whose nose it is? Because everybody's talking. I was like, bro, why is everyone talking about Bubba Wallace and nobody is talking about whose fucking nose got cut off? Like, where did the nose come from? Who sent it? Whose was it? Literally. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wait. Everyone's going nuts about a driver finding a nose, but no one's talking about whose nose it is. Who got their nose cut off? I want to know. Honestly, I wanted to know. I was dying to know. I'm like, man, I couldn't wait till the podcast got over. I was hoping there was going to be more news on whose nose it was. Literally. I, I In my head, I was like, all right, maybe maybe like they got, they, they kidnapped somebody close to Bubba Wallace, they cut off his nose, and this was a, hey, here's a nose. Or maybe someone was betting on him, but I was like, all right, man, the mafia is getting involved now. They cut off someone's nose, they're letting Bubba Wallace know, if you don't blow the race, we're going to cut your nose off. Yeah, I got it. Someone just said noose, bro. Hey, Mike, I get it. Unless you're busting my balls. So here's, here, here is the, the issue at hand. I am dyslexic and I don't use it as an excuse. No big deal. I have a tough time reading whatever. Period. Not a big deal. Thanks for the, for the props, Rainbow Puke. Um, so when I read the story, I read it, I picked up, I, I was looking at it, and, and, and I, I clear as day, Freeman, I, I clear as day looked at it and said, NASCAR finds a nose in Bubba Wallace's garage. That's how I read it. I didn't second guess it. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, man, that's weird. They found a nose. I read the article. It said nose three or four more times. I read down and said, uh, uh, Bubba Wallace didn't find the nose. One of his crew found the nose. And their FBI is investigating. I was like, damn. They're investigating? FBI's trying to find out whose nose this is? This is crazy. Insane to me. Not a nose. A noose. It was a noose. So my reading error, I came on the show and I was saying that they found a nose. You guys tried to tell me You kept putting up noose, N-O-O-S-E. I yelled at you, back at you, with my passion to the, 
Yeah, I get it. They found a nose. Enough. I, I was getting annoyed with it. It was happening so, like literally on both feeds. On TikTok and on Facebook, everybody was going, noose, noose, noose. And I'm like, yeah, I know. They found the nose. I know. I know. Apparently, I didn't know. So there you guys go. I am a, I'm a mutant, a squid, a straight up fart. Big deal. Doesn't change my stance on the situation where I believe that... I, oh, man. Ooh, I don't know what that's all about. Well, you guys know how it is. It's it's 6.30 in my house, and any time I'm doing my podcast, calamity happens. So let's try to figure out why my daughter's yelling. Hold on, guys. Hun, what's wrong? We're live over here. Maybe they found a nose. Did you guys find a nose? That's, that can be done. Okay. All right. We we I don't know what that was all about, guys. I apologize, but you know what? It's the podcast. Shut the door, please. Thank you. For those of you that don't know, I do my podcast in my basement Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at six thirty, and my daughter interferes almost all the time. Back to the nose. I thought they were looking for a nose. There is no nose. I read it wrong. I am dyslexic. Noose. They found, allegedly, as I'll get to that story, they allegedly found a noose in his garage. At the time, and I still stand with it, they walked, the other drivers walked with Bubba Wallace, they pushed his car to the front of the line, and then all the drivers stood in unison for the national anthem to support Bubba, to support Black Lives Matter, and to support, uh, uh, you know, a hope to have no police brutality. I thought they did a fantastic job the way they did it and the way they protested and they stood for the anthem. I still stand with that now that I know they found a noose. Switching gears. I still can't get over the fact that I spent my entire day. I literally, my entire day, I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, they found a nose. I'm telling the guy I work with, I was like, bro, they found a nose in this guy's garage. I'm like, and no one's talking about it. They're, they're saying that it's racist, but they're not talking about whose nose it is. Literally, I spent my whole day. Anyways, moving forward to today. Just breaking about an hour ago, the FBI has done an investigation um, on the noose and whether or not it was a hate crime. And they determined that, in fact, there was no nose in the garage. And they have determined that there was no noose, that the rope that looked like a noose was just the rope for the garage. It was the pull, the door pull for the garage. And it had been there for almost a, a year now, for over a year. It's been there for a really long time. Now, I don't care. I'm not going to change my thought on it. Looking at it and understanding. Um, but look, how about this? We could go either way, right? We could say that Bubba Wallace was, was taking the opportunity to get some PR and to get his movement heard. I, I don't know yet. I need more evidence. I'm going to wait for more evidence to come out. As it stands, I just want to say that NASCAR still did a phenomenal job in supporting him. They believed that there was a racial issue and they stood by the man. They pushed his car. And the key here is that they didn't kneel for the national anthem. They stood. 
And this is something that the rest of America and that the rest of sports across the board need. They need to learn the lesson from NASCAR that we do not kneel during our national anthem and that we have other ways to protest. We stand hand in hand with our players and their problems in life. Still great by NASCAR. Still stupid and ridiculous and dumb on my part. I am a moron. I When I do something wrong, bro, I can admit it. I spend a lot of my podcast yelling and screaming and bitching at people. And I got big deal. So I thought it was a nose. At least I wasn't making fun of it, guy. I thought it was a nose. That's just how I read it. When I read it, it could say noose or it could say nose. It's a nose. Just like lose is lose. L-O-S-E, L-O-O-S-E. Same word to me when I'm reading. Plain and simple. I'm a mutant. I read it wrong. You guys tried to set me straight. (laughs) Whatever. So we all had a little fun. I hope you guys enjoyed that yesterday. I hope you guys had a little bit of fun on my podcast, sitting here being like, wow, this dude's a moron. He can't, he can't read. He can't realize that it's, that it's a noose. And then he can't use context clues as he's reading and be like, wait a second. This is a racial topic. It definitely can't be nose. I didn't use context clues. I both see, I'm not a racist there. How about that? I have just proven that I am not a racist because when reading a story about a racist thing, I don't even see noose. I see nose. Clearly, I am that there is no racism in my body whatsoever. When I see the word noose, I think it says nose there. What a moron. And you guys tried. That's the that's the craziest part about it. You guys absolutely tried hard to say afterwards here's the best part afterwards brad right so brad's brad listens to the show brad uh sullivan he got me this poster that's behind me for spazzing out because he got sick of looking at my window which is over here in my basement and he hits me up after the show and says hey uh you know it's not a nose and he sent he wrote nose n-o-s-e and then sent the emoji nose it's a noose and i looked at it i was like oh man this is brutal i was dying i was like what a moron do you have details do you have a nose for details i do have a nose for details so boom moving on there you guys have it from time to time i am going to make grammatic errors spelling errors and reading errors I don't read. Well, I do read, bro. I mean, I I love to read. Hands down. I love to read. But it takes me a long time to read. Sometimes I read. I'm questioning some books that I've read because I might have read a whole damn book now and the plot ending might be something completely different than what I thought it was. Honestly, I need to go back and reread books that I've already read because I understand how how, how different the story is. They find a nose in the man's garage, as opposed to they find a noose in the man's garage. So now every book that I've ever read, I need to go back and reread it and be like, whoa, you know, is this how the book that did this guy really die? What happened? I don't know. Spazzing out my podcast. We record it Sunday, Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. 
while we do Facebook Live and TikTok Live. Those of you that are watching me on TikTok right now, please do follow me and please tell everybody that we do this live feed. My Facebook family, same thing. Let everybody know that we're doing this podcast five nights a week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, share the feed. Speaking of doing the podcast and times that we do it, I'm going camping. I'm going up to West Ossipee. I'm going to um, Wits End, I guess is the name of the place. <clears throat> I'm going, I'm leaving uh, Thursday. I'm going to try to do the podcast Thursday night as scheduled. I don't know what the Wi-Fi service is like up there, so I might not be able to do it. Tomorrow night's podcast may be the last podcast for the week. I don't know yet. I will let you guys know when I get to Ossipee. I'll try to get some service. If I don't, I'll go somewhere to try to get some service, and I will try to notify you guys whether or not the podcast is going to happen on Thursday or not. As you guys can tell, my glasses are still messed up. I have uh, empatigo growing on the side of my head, so that's why my glasses are crooked. I know the podcast people can't see it, but the guys on my um, uh, on my, my stream can do it. Okay, we're off on Bubba Wallace. We're moving on. Yeah, let's wrap up Bubba Wallace real quick. A few days ago, Bubba Wallace and his crew thought they found a noose in the garage. NASCAR supported him perfectly. The rest of sports should follow what NASCAR did. Today, FBI says wasn't a noose. It was the pull, the door pull for the garage. I thought they were looking for a nose because I can't read well. I thought nose was a noose. N-O-S-E, N-O-O-S-E, reads the same to me. Okay? Moving on. Let's get to spilt milk. Spilt milk on this program is things that happen in your everyday life that ruin everything else. Or they take you away from everything else or are more important to you than, for example, finding a noose in a garage or whether or not there was one or was or wasn't one. You may care about the story, but you are pulled away from this story because something happened at your house that is more important. For example, someone broke a glass in the kitchen. Everything you're doing, I don't care if you're fighting the Revolutionary War, all of a sudden, Martha Washington has dropped some fine china on the floor. George Washington is out, bro. He's got to find someone to clean that up. Get it? It's more important. That's why it's called spill milk. Jeez, man, I think I'm having another heart attack again, bro. That blood pressure gets creeping up on me. Poof, poof, poof. Right here. All right. Uh, dogs. All right. It, it, for the past few days, let, let me give you a little background on, on my beef with dogs. First off, I had to walk the dog today. That's the first problem, okay? Let, let's stop there. I had to walk the dog when I got home from work. Major issue with walking the dogs. But let's get a little background on that. For the past three or four months, my mother-in-law has been living with me. She's been walking the dogs. Coronavirus shit, she's been here, she left. Um, I, man, I'm telling you, hold on for a second, kid. We might have to, we might have to get the uh, defibrillator out. <clears throat> I think I got a gas bubble. Isn't this great? In the middle of a podcast, I got to stop, hit my chest. Make sure I'm still ticking. Caught his balls down here. So my mother-in-law used to walk the dogs. And now Kaylee's back to work. And 
my mother, the dogs used to actually live with my mother-in-law, but my mother-in-law sold her house. She is now out in Ohio. The dogs are now here. The dogs are actually Kaylee's, but they've been staying with their mom because, you know, Kaylee shouldn't have dogs. Nothing against Kay. She loves her dogs. We just don't have the time for dogs. We should not have dogs. Now, I have to walk the dog when I get home from work, and that's just a straight-up problem for me. One, I don't want to have a dog. So, therefore, I don't want to do anything for the dog. I don't want to buy the dog food. I don't want to walk the dog. I don't want to clean up its piss. I don't want to pick up its poop. I want nothing to do with the dog. I don't hate dogs. I actually like dogs. I grew up with dogs. I think dogs are great. I am just one of those people that believe if you don't have time for a dog, you shouldn't have a dog. Plain and simple. It's rude to the dog. I leave for work at about 5, 5.30, right? Kaylee goes to work now. So the dog, uh, Scouty, and there's two of them, and Betty, that's half dead. Betty should be put to sleep. This dog should have been put to sleep like 10 years ago, bro. She's a she's a dinosaur. When she walks, she can't see shit. She bumps into things. They need to put this thing down. So I work, Kaylee works, and the dog's stuck home all day long trying not to go to the bathroom. It's not fair to the dog at all. It's just not fair to the dog. So we shouldn't have dogs, but we do. Now I work all day. It's hot today, bro. 90 degrees loading trucks. I own a junk removal company and I'm loading the trucks all day long. The last thing I want to do is come home and walk a dog. Not to mention that it's that I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I haven't taken a shower yet. I just picked my daughter up. My daughter's yelling and screaming. She's hungry, but no, I can't do anything. I have to walk the dog first. Or before I walk the dog, before I walk it, I have to make sure that there's no piss or poop. And if there is piss or poop, I have to pick it up. Then I have to walk the dog. And today's walk was particularly long because it took the dog like 45 minutes to decide to go to the bathroom. I'm one of those people, I'll stay out until the dog goes. Because you know he's going to go. He's just messing around. He's just screwing with you. He's like, yeah, bro, I know you worked all day. I know you pissed you got to walk me. We're staying out here for 45. We're going to be out here for an hour, bro. Keep looping. I mean, I ain't going yet. Keep looping. I'm looking for the perfect spot. That blade of grass right there, not looking good to me. I need to find a spot for me to drop one, and it's got to be a nice spot tormenting me so it took forever i don't need that crap that's spilt milk to me there's anything else i'd rather be doing i'd rather be sitting down reading an article trying to figure out whether it says nose or noose so that i can get it right on my podcast but i have to walk the dog and i don't think i should have to i shouldn't have to walk it's not my dog i never wanted dogs i don't want a dog not my dog I don't want to walk it. It's not the family dog. I don't want to hear, oh, it's the family dog. It's not the family dog. I don't want to walk it. Nothing done. Sucks that I have to walk it. I will walk it. I don't want the dog to hold its shit or anything like that. I'll do it. But when I do it, it's an inconvenience and it's a favor. And I make that clear. If I have to walk the dog, it's a favor. But it's not a favor. Why? Because it takes more than 10 minutes. So now it has turned into work. So now I have to spend 45 minutes walking a dog that I don't care about. That literally at 5 in the morning, bro, if there's poop on the floor, I step over it and I leave. I'm out. 
Oh, look, there's poop. Huh. No one's up. No one knows when that thing got dropped. Oh, I didn't. There was no poop on the floor. Not when I left. Oh, I did. <laughs> I didn't see it. Please, bro. I stepped right over it. I was like, whoop, I'm going to step over this because you're going to wake up in an hour and you're not going to know if it was on the floor before I left or not. It was definitely on the floor and I was out. Peace. I stepped right over it. Walked out. See you later. And had you woke up, I would have been like, yeah, there's shit on the floor. And I still would have left because I would have kindly reminded everybody, not my dog, not my problem. To circle back, I do not have a dislike for dogs. I like dogs. I imagine someday I'll have a nice big yard and I will be retired. And I'll have a dog because I'll have time to train him properly. Time to enjoy him and have fun with him. I love that. Right now, I don't have that time. Nor do I have the want. So, yeah, dude, I definitely need something. Someone just said defibrillator, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm getting... So, there's the dog thing. Next thing. So, the, so here's, here's, here's my day. I worked. I get home. And I'm, and I'm, I'm aggravated when I walk through the door because the house is clean. The house is clean. I come home and I notice that the house is spotless. But before I get to dealing with my anger about the house being spotless and about how good it looks because Kaylee cleaned it, but I'm pissed, I got to take care of the dog. So I walk the dog and while I'm walking the dog for 45 minutes, all I'm thinking about is how clean the house is. And my problem with the house being clean, because it wasn't your normal cleaning. It wasn't like, oh, you picked stuff up and, you know, you moved the stuff around. And it, you know what I'm talking about, man. You blow through with the vacuum. You don't really clean. You're you like dusting, right? Someone just says, hi, King, what's up? This was, she cleaned stuff, moved stuff, and messed with my stuff. And that's a no-no. Let me be clear, bro. Do not touch my stuff. Period. Do not touch my stuff. When you touch my stuff, you move my stuff, and I have things in a certain place where I want them, where I can find them, when I need them. I'll give you an example. I put my keys, my car keys. I put my car keys in the same spot every day. You will find my car keys on the windowsill in the basement, right in the back room over here. I put them there every day. I walk through the door, keys. Walk through the door, keys. Wake up in the morning, keys. Walk through the door, keys. Get up in the morning, keys. I know where my keys are at all times. Do not touch my keys. And I put things in places so that I will know where they are when I need them. Do not touch them. I know you guys are feeling me on this. I know you guys don't want people to touch your crap. Drives your bonkers. Step further. In this house, I have two places. Upstairs, in the whole entire first floor, I have a cubby. I have a cubby that is on the wall. It is all of a foot by six inches. It is a tiny ass cubby. It might be a little big. You know what? It might be a foot by 10 inches. It might be 12 by 10. Tiny. And in this cubby, I have my stuff, papers, maybe uh, uh, when I was living upstairs, I would put my keys there. Anything that I needed 
and I needed to find it quickly, went in the cubby. Anything. There were a lot of things in the cubby, important things that I need at free random. I need to be able to grab them. Boom, 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 boom. I know where they are. They're in the cubby. I walk through the door. First thing I notice is, man, the house is clean. I turn my head. My cubby, ghost town. My cubby, empty. Immediately, something pops into my head. Of I had something very important there. Very important. Gone. Bye-byes. But I got to walk the dog for 45 minutes before I can deal with it. To the point... No one should ever touch my stuff. Not at work. I hate it at work. I do the same thing at work. In my truck, I have dump trucks. In the truck that I use, that I drive, I put things in a certain spot in my truck and I expect them to be there when I get into my truck. So I show up to a job and a guy goes, oh, you got a sawzall? Brah, I got a sawzall. What kind? What do you need me to cut? Oh, you need a metal blade? Bro, I got metal blades. I got wood blades. Oh, what? You need a drill? I got a drill. Shovel? No problem. I want to open up my bay and all my shit. There it is. Boom. There's my drill. There's my sawzall. There's my metal blade. There's my wood blade. There's my shovel. There's my broom. Everything. Where I want it. Where I put it. Done. Don't touch my shit. Right here. Where I'm sitting. Talking to you guys. Right? I'm sitting down. This is my little Air Force craft carrier type type shit I got going here. By that I mean, I got the phone right here, iPad right here, iPad right here, computer right here, couple of books sitting right here in front of you, my papers, all my stuff right here, plugs, set up how I want it. Don't touch it. It doesn't need to be cleaned. And if it needs to be cleaned, bro, I'll clean it. So my cubby gets cleaned out, which is a big no-no. And she knew. We talked about it. I was like, okay, come on. You can't touch my stuff. She gets mad. She's like, oh, I wasn't touching your stuff. The house is a mess. And I'm like, yeah. The whole other 99% of a house might be a mess, but you don't have to touch my stuff, my cubby, my, my things. Bro, let me tell you that if I touched her shit, the world would end. You'd see a big mushroom cloud going over the top of Revere would explode. So now what goes missing? Some of you guys don't know this, because I haven't talked about it yet, but I'll back it up. Brad, right, listener of the show, was nice enough uh, to donate this to me, and I'm someone, I don't like to get things, all right? And when I get something that I didn't pay for, I take good care of it, man, because I appreciate it. I appreciate how hard Brad worked to be able to pay for this banner that's behind me. Another listener to the program, friend of mine, Duff, about three or four weeks ago, sent me a check. He sent me a check to buy some stuff for the podcast. Now, I didn't, I, 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 we talked about it. I was like, I don't want to take your money, man. I can't take your money. It makes me feel really uncomfortable because I like to work for what I get. I like, uh, jokingly, I bust balls about not having a sponsor and stuff like that. But I'm okay with it because I'm slow growing it, man. I'm working it. Told you guys the other day, spoon till the tree falls. So I like to work and, and and make money and advance myself by myself. It's really nice when people do want to hook you up though, right? And I appreciate it. Makes me appreciate it so much. So Duff sent me a check uh, uh, for, for, for a decent amount of money 
And I got when I got the check, Kaylee was like, hey, the check, the check is here. I'm like, where is it? She's like, it's in your cubby. So I went to my cubby, opened it up, was like, all right, boom, here's the check. Put it right back in my cubby. Didn't cash it, didn't put it away. I saw it. I was like, all right, I'm not going to touch this money until I'm ready to buy something for the podcast, until I can find a piece of equipment that I can buy with it. So I didn't put it in my bank account, just trying to keep it separate. The second, the second I see that the cubby is clean, bro, I'm like, where's the check? What'd you do with the check? Of course, Kaylee's like, I didn't touch the check in. And she probably didn't. Okay, because this ain't going to be a rip on K. She probably didn't. But if you never touched my stuff, it would remove all doubt. Do you get what I'm saying? If my stuff and my materials were not touched, there'd be all doubt would be removed. I could go through my materials and say, you know what? Check's not here. It's just misplaced. It's gone. But now, I mean, I, I, got, a, I got a little foot, a little ground to stand on here. I'm like, well, I mean, I saw it the other day and you cleaned out my stuff. It's not flying here because, you know, at the end of the day, Kaylee is the boss. I act like I'm a man and I'm big and strong and tough. But at the end of the day, when the boss lady puts her foot down, bro, you, you think I'll kneel faster than NFL players kneel for the fucking national anthem when Kaylee gets pissed off, bro. I'll be down on my hands and knees and a heartbeat. So this thing's now missing and, and, I re, and I feel bad about it. I reached out to Duff and I said, hey, I'm really sorry. I, I can't find the check. I don't know what I did with it. I didn't cash it yet because I... I just, I'm not ready to use the money until I find it. I don't want to put it in my bank account because I didn't want to spend it on booze or something. You know what I mean, dude? I would have put that in there and I'd be partying with, with, with some uh, Billy Boy, uh, Bully Boy rum. And this dude would be like, oh, this guy fucking blew my money on rum. No, I wanted to buy something with it, show you guys and present it and say, hey, thank you for helping me grow the podcast. But I lost it. So we got two issues here. First issue, don't touch my stuff. It removes all doubt. So if the check went missing, I wouldn't blame you or come at you for taking it because you didn't touch my shit. Just don't touch my shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't touch my stuff. Period. Drives me nuts. I know it drives you nuts. It's like one time Kaylee was cleaning my truck and I came running outside. Get the fuck out of my truck. She's like, I'm cleaning it. I'm like, I don't care. Don't clean my truck. I have stuff in my truck where it needs to be when I need it. Don't touch my shit. Ultimately, it's my fault. I take responsibility for my mistakes, for my stupidity. I should have never, ever left the check sitting in that cubby. I should have put it somewhere safer. I should have realized that mutants live in my house and that it would have got misplaced. Not, I'm not calling my wife a mutant. My kids could have taken it. They probably did. Um, you know, my daughter could have thrown it on the ground. Uh, you know, the dog could have jumped 10 feet in the air. Probably the dog. The dog probably jumped 10 feet off the ground into my cubby and took the check. So I can't blame anybody but myself. And that's the truth. End of the day, I'm the idiot. I'm the donkey. I put it in a place where it was vulnerable. I should have never done that. I should have kept it with the rest of, uh, you know, with like anything that I have that's important. I have a safe down here that has important papers in it. I should have put the check in there until I was ready to cash it. My fault. I am a moron. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. You are responsible for everything that happens to you. I left the check there. It went missing because I left it there, not because my cubby was clean. But I still don't want you touching my stuff. Don't touch my pizza. Don't touch my food. Any food. Don't touch my stuff. 
Don't mess with my podcast equipment. Don't mess with my tools. If I put something somewhere, I put it there for a reason. Please do not touch or move it. Done. Don't touch. Don't move it. On from that. Let's get to Batman. I want to talk about Batman. Batman. Okay. And you guys see the story that, uh, oh my God, uh, Michael Keaton might play Batman again. So there's going to be a new Flash movie. I uh, Listen, I here, I, I always forget that not everybody thinks like me or is in my head. I always think you guys are in my head and you know my feelings. I, I'm a huge Batman fan. And I, and I also like the Avengers movies and stuff like that. I like I like comics. I love Batman. The the guy he's he's one of the best superheroes of all time. My favorite Batman ever, Christian Bale. I think that's everybody's favorite Batman. My second favorite before Christian Bale, so before Christian Bale, uh, 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 Christian Bale played Batman. It was Michael Keaton. I thought Michael Keaton was great. Worst Val Kilmer or maybe George Clooney. Yeah. Uh, who else played Batman? I know they have a new Batman coming out with the guy from, um, uh, 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 the hell is it called? Twilight. Patterson is, is his name or something like that. But they're going to make a new Flash movie and they're talking to Michael Keaton about being Batman in that movie. I love the idea. I would love to see Christian Bale come back and, uh, and be Batman. He's bomb. He's, he's probably one of the best actors alive. He's just... I just watched Ford and Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari. He's awesome. Who is your favorite Batman? Favorite Batman of all... We'll move on from it, but I just want to know who your favorite Batman of all time is. Someone said Ben... Oh, Ben Affleck was the worst. All right. You might be right. It might go Ben Affleck, Val Kilmer, George Clooney for the worst Batmans. I mean, they're worse than Adam. Adam actually, Adam West is great because it's just funny. It, it's so hokey that Adam West it, it was really good. But, yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, I love that show, Gotham. But Keaton, awesome. I am Batman. Blah, 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 blah. Who's your favorite Batman? Do you remember The Freeze? I, I loved uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Feel The Freeze. So good. All right. Batman out of the way. Just wanted to figure out who you guys thought the best Batman was. Do you like Batman? What are your thoughts? On that, I think that we can all agree that uh, someone just said they liked Ben Affleck's Batman. Ben Affleck's Batman is terrible. You got Ben Affleck as the worst. Val Kilmer next worst. George Clooney. Um, we can all agree. I think the be- how about this? The best two Batman movies. Um, the the Christian Bale's were all good, but him and the Joker, uh, uh, Heath Ledger, awesome. Michael Keaton. And uh, and Jack as the um, as the Joker, awesome. Keaton and um, the cat, the cat who's the Michelle Pfeiffer as, as Catwoman, great. All the Christian Bale ones were good, so we don't have to discuss that. Moving on from Batman, and let's get to to a, how much time do we have left? All right, we're, we're we're creeping up. We're creeping up. Ah, which one should we do? All right, Ron Jeremy. Well, I want to get through Ron Jeremy real quick, and then we'll get to a real serious topic. I mean, it's fucking, it's real serious. It, it's like, you have to hear the topic. Hold, hold tight. So, here's, here's a How Stupid Are We? All right, this is a one of my favorite segments. It's called How Stupid Are We? It's when there are mutants, squids, farts, 
in the news that something happens to them and they need to be told that, you know, this will probably happen. You know, if you don't wear a seatbelt, this will happen. If you smoke, you might, you'll get cancer. If you eat fat food, you're going to die of a heart attack. That's the segment. How stupid are we? I shouldn't have to tell you that something's going to happen, so you shouldn't do it. And I shouldn't have to prevent you or make a law. Well, how stupid are you? And I, you know what? Fuck it. You can say what you want about me. How stupid are you to the four women that were sexually harassed by Ron Jeremy? Do do I even have to do the story? Of course Ron Jeremy's going to sexually harass you. It's Ron Jeremy. So I think you guys' entire life, 40, 50 years of porn, of course you're going to get sexually harassed by Ron Jeremy. I think that a pretty good case could be pleaded on Ron Jeremy's behalf that the guy doesn't know any better. That that's all he's known his entire life. That's it. That's all he's done. That's his job. That's like if Tom Brady hit you with a football and you sued him and we're like, oh, Tom Brady hit me with a football. It's the same thing. Ron Jeremy hit me with his dick. Yeah, no shit. That's what he does. That's his whole life. Now, I don't condone sexual harassment in any way. No hashtag me too here. I don't sexually harass women. I don't condone it. But I also don't condone stupid idiots that think they're going to try to hang out with Ron Jeremy and think that he's not going to try to smash you. Of course he's going to smash you. Of course he's going to want to. And it's why you're hanging out with him. You're hanging with him because he's legendary for having a massive penis. He's legendary for being Ron Jeremy. He's legendary for having sex. What do you think was going to happen? Did you think you guys were just going to hang out? You guys are going to have some nice conversation with that? Oh, hey, Ron, what's up? How's it going? No, 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 nope. It's Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Ron Jeremy. I, <clears throat> Bud, you, you hang out with Jeffrey Dahmer? You get, he's going to eat you. He, he, this guy eats people. So if you hang out with him, yeah. he. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer bit me. No, no shit. He fucking bites people. He'll eat you. That's what, that's what he does. What, uh, uh, Tom Brady threw a football at me. I know. He's, he's, that's what he does. He's an NFL. Anthony Pazzioli came to my house and took trash. Yeah. That's what he does. He's a trash guy. Ron Jeremy tried to have sex with me. Yep. Yeah. No shit. He did? It's laughable. Absolutely laughable. Like, someone says that that's the Epstein. No, it's not the Epstein thing, man. Epstein is, 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 that's disgusting, dude. I'm not talking about child trafficking fucking children, dude. And I'm not giving Ron Jeremy a pass. If he sexually harassed them, fine. And, and then throw the mutant in jail. He's going to die anyways. The guy's mad old. It's not the point. The point of the matter is, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Why can't? Why is that even a problem? Why can't I say that? Why is that a problem? I would think beyond a reasonable doubt, if I was hanging out with Ron Jeremy, he's going to make a pass at me. I I would think that guy or woman, that's what he's going to do. It's Ron Jeremy. Listen, if if he really did it, put him in jail. Fine. Go ahead. I'll bet you they could fucking defend him and come up with a case for it. But here's the deal. I do not condone one bit sexual harassment. And I'm sorry to any woman that's ever been sexually harassed in their life. I... 
Trust me, no one ever sexually harassed me. Look at me. And no one's gonna. When we used to talk about uh, <clears throat> um, the, uh, the the priests, they used to touch little kids. I, I Literally, me and LB used to joke, like, why didn't they touch us, dude? I would have loved that payout, bro. I had a black guy put a penis on the back of my head. I got no money. I got pissed on. I got no loot. I would have loved it if a fucking preacher put his dick on me and I got money. Woo! Hook me up. But I feel like people don't understand the situations that they're in. Or they they take it too far. He might have just been bro- joking around. Literally. John Ron Jeremy has spent his entire life making dick jokes. That's his life. He might have just been making dick jokes. That's it. Plain and simple, making a dick joke to a couple of broads, and they're like, oh, he sexually harassed me. And people are like, yeah, but it's Ron Jeremy. That's what he does. Every other word that comes out of his mouth is my schlong, my schnoz. That's him. That's Ron Jeremy. Come on. I mean, what do you, what do you expect? That's, that's his stick. Sexual harassment's his fucking stick. So I, I don't know what's going what's gonna to happen to the guy. I just, I feel like when you go to Chick-fil-A and you get chicken and then you like call someone and be like, I oh got, I got chicken. They gave me chicken. <laughs> That's what they do, bro. They give you chicken. And someone that says I got sexually harassed by Ron Jeremy, I'd be like, are you sure? I mean, are you positive? Because that's that's his shtick. His shtick is that he has a huge ass penis, and he talks about it, and he jokes about it, and he believes in a reason with without a doubt, he believes that every woman wants to see it because ninety nine percent of the women he runs into, they want to see how big it is. They would like to see. They're they're curious. Hey, Ron, the guy might as well walk around with his penis out because even I wanted to see it when I met him. I was like, bro, what's up? Can I see your dick? Boom! I wanted to see it. And then that's like me going back and be like, oh, Ron Jeremy sexually harassed me. So I don't know all the details behind it. I don't know if it's like lewd and disgusting. And I hope it's not. I really hope that these women were not really sexually harassed and that it was a misunderstanding. I don't condone sexual harassment. Although there is a double standard in sexual harassment. I'll point this out really quick. Um, let's say there is a woman... There's a Karen and Tom Brady comes up to the Karen and grabs her ass. She turns around ready to yell and she goes, oh, it's Tom Brady. She smiles and is like, oh, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady grabbed my ass. Now, I walk by Karen. I don't even touch her ass. I just chuck her a look like maybe I take a quick look at her boobs. Boom. Sexual harassment. I'm going to jail. I'm getting busted because I'm ugly because I'm not, you know, Tom Brady. I'm five foot nothing, ball glasses, fungus among us growing on the side of my face, beard, out of shape. Boom. I look like the guy. I look like the dude that's a pervert. They're like, well, that's the guy. 100%. I walk down the street. People are like, yeah, that's him. I'm re- I'm profiled, racially profiled. I'm profiled all the time. People are like, boom, that's the creep. That's him. We know it was him. What's his description? Bald, glasses, beard. He's the guy. Again, know what you're walking into. It's like walking into a strip club and being like the stripper sexually harassed me. Just think about that for a second. You go to a strip club and then you leave and say that the female sexually harassed you. It's the same thing with Ron Jeremy. 
no matter where he is. His entire life was built around being a porn star. And then 90% of the time, people always asking about his penis. It becomes a culture. It becomes a cult. Uh, yeah. It, it, it becomes the norm for him. He has no clue what's going on. He doesn't know that he's sexually harassing anybody. He just assumes that everybody wants to see it. If this man walked into Donald Trump's office, into the Oval Office, he'd walk in penis first because he assumes that the president wants to see how big it is. It's his assumption. And I'm betting you that's what happened here. I'm betting you, if I were a betting man, and I'm not because I don't gamble, but that is what I'm guessing what happened. Ron Jeremy is an older man now. He has spent his entire life with requests to see his penis, with requests to have sex with him. It's all he's ever known. He just assumed. And I'm sure all the jokes he makes are inappropriate. People need to ease the F up and know what you're walking into. You go to the store and you ask for bread and they give you bread. You don't get pissed, bro, because you wanted bread. Simple on that. I, I maybe you guys don't agree with that. I, I don't know, but that's just how I that's how I see it. All right, last topic of the day. If we have time, we might not have time. All right, we got a little bit of time because it doesn't need that much discussion. So earlier today, uh, when I was talking to my buddy Duff about the check that I that I lost, he mentioned Oreo cookies, and I texted him back. I was like, right, I'm like, there's no question here with Oreo cookies. He was like, what do you like for Oreo cookies? I was like, is that even a question? What do I like for Oreo cookies? The original Oreo cookie. Plain, not double stuffed, not triple stuffed, not mint, not, not, the, not the, the white Oreo. You guys know what I'm talking about, that crappy, awful uh, vanilla Oreo. Not the mint Oreo. Regular, straight up, not double stuffed, the original Oreo. Nice Oreo cookie, nice black, the, the black Oreo cookie. I don't even know what the cookie fucking thing is called, man. That's the only way to have an Oreo, bro. Plain and simple. I can't even believe it was a question. He's like, how do you like your Oreo? I'm like, what do you mean? Is that even like a thing? Are there other people that like other Oreos are better than the original Oreo? There is no other Oreo. It's like cheese pizza. An Oreo is an Oreo. That's it. We don't need double stuffed. And I don't, and, and I eat it straight up. That's the bigger question. How do you eat your Oreo? I know some of you you mutants twist the top off and scrape the, the, the inside out. Bro, that's not how you eat an Oreo. You eat it straight up. <laughs> or acceptable is dipping it in red cap milk. You dip it in red cap milk. You put that thing under. You sink. You let it bubble. Once the bubbles are gone, you pull that thing out. You eat that thing down. But you do not twist and scrape. Get your twist and scrape ass out of here. Get your double stuff ass gone. Take your vanilla Oreos, beat it. Take your mint Oreos, beat it. Take your chocolate double stuffed Oreos, get out. Oreo cookies, original, are the best. Other acceptable way to eat Oreo cookies in ice cream. I am, a, I am legit a chocolate and vanilla guy. But Oreo ice cream is most acceptable, bro. You smash that thing up, throw it in some vanilla, bomb, or get your ass in McFlurry so you don't have to do it yourself. Oh, so good. But all of the Oreos are garbage. 
I can't even believe that was a, a, a question that he texted me. I, I felt like he was beating me. You know what? I think he was trying to trigger me. On a duff, were you trying to trigger me? Because it worked. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I ain't dying down here. What are your thoughts on that? Maybe we should do a, um, what's your favorite cookie? I think maybe that's what we should do. Because um, there's a certain way to eat every cookie. Without a doubt, Oreo cookies has got to be on top. Oreo cookies got to be pretty damn close to the top of the best cookies. Um, I know Chips Ahoy. All right, I got to beef with Chips Ahoy. I'll tell you why. Do we have enough time, man? <clears throat> All right. Oreo cookies, bomb. The original. We already discussed it. Not double stuff. Traditional Oreo cookie. Eating anything other than that is like not eating cheese pizza to me. The only kind of Oreo that matters is the original Oreo. Next, you have Chips Ahoy cookies. I do not like hard Chips Ahoy cookie or chocolate chip cookies. I like soft chocolate chip cookies. I don't like them hard. I will eat them if I have milk. I'll dip them. Red cap milk, everybody. That's whole milk. Don't be a bitch. We drink whole milk here. Women. Red cap milk. Red cap milk. <whistles> dip the cookie in. Let it bubble. Bub, 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 bub. Then you eat it. But I prefer soft chocolate chip cookies. I'm an Oreo dude first. I'll eat soft chocolate chip cookies. And Samoans are my next favorite cookie. Girl Scout cookie Samoans are the best. They might be one of the best cookies of all time. But you can't eat them as much like Oreos. Dude, I can eat the whole box. Literally. Because he said... Uh, Oreo, dude, you know what? My wife's got a jar of those nasty ass mint Oreos up there, dude. They've been sitting there for like a year. Nobody's touching them. My daughter doesn't like them. My son doesn't like them. No one likes them, bro. They look at them and they're like, what the fuck? The hell is this? Um, Samoans are mad good. I'm trying to think. There's really not that many cookies, dude. <clears throat> what other cookies you guys like? The podcast is going to run dry in a second. Um, I'm, we go Oreos. Soft chocolate chip cookies, homemade chocolate chip cookies are bomb. I love eating, dude. Please tell me you like eating cookie dough. Raw cookie dough? You can't beat raw cookie dough. Eating that, you got like the big sausage thing, you cut that, you're like, that's mad good. That is like, that's better than eating a cookie, raw cookie dough. Um, I do like Italian cookies, but I don't know what they're called. My aunt makes them, they got a red dot in them. They're pretty good. I don't know what you call them, powder cookies or something like that. Um, ooh, someone said peanut uh, nut butter cookies are really good. Problem with nut butter cookies, you got to have them with milk. Again, you got to get the red cap out. If you don't get the red cap out, you're going to you're gonna get all dry mouth. <laughs> but uh, nut butter cookies, bomb. Um, what else? What else, man? I, I, I fucking, bro, I grew up with Oreo cookies. I was a one cookie man. I'm trying to think like... Um, what other cookies there were that my father might have bought. Kiba Elf cookies are I, but they're not like, eh, eh. Ooh, dude, those things are. What are those fancy cookies called? I'm going to run out of time real quick. They're the fancy cookies. They come in like a little pouch, and there's like like two or three of them. And vanilla and chocolate in the middle. Mulattoes. Are they called Mulattoes? Or Milanos? Molinos? You know what I'm talking about, dude. You can't afford them. No one can afford them, bro. I got them once in a while. I still can't afford them. It's like $10 for one fucking cookie, but they're really good. Oatmeal raisin cookies? Meh. Meh. It's a lot going on there, bro. Oatmeal raisin. I don't know. I don't know. All right. The podcast has got to end. All right. Guys, we'll pick up the cookie conversation uh, tomorrow. Mil Mil Milano's. Melindo's. I think someone got it. 
All right. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out. My podcast peeps, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 6.30, live stream, TikTok, and Facebook. Join me for that. Subscribe to my podcast, anthonypaziali.com. Podcast peeps, peace out.